Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. How's it going? Bonnie Violet here, feeling shy all of a sudden. Um, just walking and talking in New York City. Uh, today is one year anniversary since I started my hormones. And so I thought I would take a moment to talk about that. Um, <clears throat> hey, Shirley, how's it going? Feeling so self-conscious <laughs> for some reason. But that's okay. Um, how you doing, Charlie? I'm in New York City. The weather is nice today. Like I said, it's like one year on hormones. Um, so, I don't know. I felt like I wanted to talk about this, but now I'm feeling insecure or nervous or something. Um, yeah, I guess it's just kind of checking in anyway. Just feeling like... Um, <clears throat> Like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the one heart, uh, Charlie, to encourage the love. But, uh, <clears throat> feeling like a little just exposed. Lots happening here. Great, I'm jealous of the weather. It is gorgeous here. I didn't realize how this, um, <laughs> filter was messing with my eyeballs but um anyway <laughs> um yeah it's a beautiful day in new york city um <sighs> what do i say it's like so much happening around here <laughs> but not i told myself i would do this today and i just have not been able to bring myself to just come live. I don't know why it shouldn't be that big of a deal, but it makes me nervous. It makes me anxious. Um, but yeah, a year ago today, I went and picked up my... Hi, Kayla. Uh, thanks so much. Um, I'm really loving my hair color, too. Uh, yeah, a year ago today, I went and picked up my prescription. Um, after seeing... I saw the doctor on the 15th, but I went to the pharmacy and picked up my prescription on the 16th. Hey, Craig. And um, I had a dear friend of mine, Linda Summers, or Angel, um, who I was able to kind of just grab on my way to the pharmacy. I happened to run by by the, by 
Angel and told them what was up and they um, offered to, I can't remember if I asked them or if they offered to, but they prayed over my hormones and we were in the Castro when we picked them up and um, uh, we went over to like the Castro stop there and Linda said a, um, a little prayer um, over my hormones, I guess, and me uh, to kind of prepare me for this, uh, this journey. It's been quite the year, a lot has happened. I'm anticipating or I'm, I'm feeling like I might try to share a little bit more about my transition uh, in the last year or so. I know that it's like been happening and I feel like I've shared about it somewhat, but not a lot about it. Um, so I think it would be helpful for me to take some time to like really focus on that and really try to, um, for myself, just kind of reflect on it a little bit more. Hey, Liz. Hey, Tony. Yes, NYC. Um, so yeah, after Linda prayed over my hormones, um, did our thing that day and then I went to um, my house later that night and set up like an altar. I don't know if many of you know this but you probably do that my trans experience and my trans living into my transness is really part of a spiritual experience for me and a part of living into my spirituality and my connection with God or higher power. Hey Angel, I was just talking about you um, and uh so a big part of this was one, being able to meet with a friend to pray over my pills and two, for me to then like have some quiet time at my house alone and to like set an altar. And I mean, it sounds a little like, I don't know, some part, I don't know, it just felt nice to uh, take the moment take the time and to really invite God into uh, the experience, you know? Um, so that was about a year ago. Um, hi, Lisa. Hi, Michael. And um, at first when I decided to go on hormones, it wasn't like, I think a lot of people might assume that it's about like getting boobs and getting feminized and getting hips, which has been part of the process. And I have been surprisingly excited about that. But a big part of me was feeling like I don't know, me deciding to go on hormones was like, it was almost like I had like a, I almost kind of talk about it like a vitamin deficiency or more like I had a place within me that was kind of dead, that was just there, but it wasn't connected. It wasn't full of life. It wasn't rich and it wasn't cared for. And uh, it felt like to take the hormones would connect me to this part of myself that had been there my whole life but kind of went untapped and unexplored and and really unlived in and it felt like um the estrogen might connect with this part of me and and wake wake it up bring life to a part of me that hadn't been alive and that really has been the experience um and not in some like huge like magical like big feeling way but just in this um I don't know there's a connectedness to my body um that I've never really had until 
I started with this transition. Um, I think there's like the physical aspects of feeling the hormones in my body, but I think it's the changes to my body. I never noticed, I don't know, it's like I found my scars on my body again and I like going through the process of, it's just such a, it's kind of awesome. Uh, sometimes I just uh, am in awe of how much it can change you um, like in your body and your mind, but like, and it's, and at least it hasn't been like some like rock, like earth erupting, like kind of uh, experience. And yet it has, um, it's been a lot of like, it's, it was scary to make the decision to um, try hormones to see if I would even like them. Um, but it got to a point where it just kind of felt like, well, if not now, then when, you know, like I, it was something I'd had on my mind for a while now. Um, and I just kind of put it off into like, I can't do this because it'll make things difficult with my family or, um, maybe nobody would love me. Um, and not, and, and like, how would I, it's like, I would go from no longer being like a, a gay boy to being like a trans person. And I don't think I really even understood all the changes that would happen until they started happening. Um, so that's been like a year of a lot of grief and a lot of loss as well. But you know, like <clears throat> with what's that like spiritual saying that, you know, sometimes things have to die in order like for there to be new life. And I feel like that's been a lot of my experience is really kind of, I have no hard feelings about the person that I was. I have no hard feelings about the way I existed before. It, this just feels like an addition and an extension to the life that I had always lived. I've always been a person who's tried to be authentic and always tried to be honest and real. Um, for myself and with the people in my life and it's wild that like being trans was nothing I had ever really thought of until I thought of it and it and it was wild because there was plenty of like behavioral things there were plenty of like expressive choices and the ways that I would ordain my body and put things on my body and just the way that I existed was always somewhat a little trans <laughs> Um, but it just was such a foreign concept and a foreign understanding to me. And also I think a big part of it was, was not feeling safe, not feeling like I was in a place in which I could be me. Um, and it's, it's weird too. You know, I mean, you know how life is and a lot of things in life, it's just like, there can be lots of truths at the same time. And I am so grateful for this journey, this, this new and another way to grow, I guess. But like, um, it's also been really, um, humbling, I think to, you know, I just got to a place in my life where I f could feel really comfortable just being a queer man in society and, no matter where I was and I could just kind of own who I was and like 
I don't know because I remember I used to be so scared of that. I'd be afraid of like holding my husband's hand. I mean, when I was married and like having glitter on my face or something in public, which I know it feels like crazy that that was ever my experience, but it was. So it's like I've come a long way. The people in my life have come a long way. My family has come a long way with me. You know, I mean, it's, but it's also brought a whole nother level of things. And, you know, and it's taken me some time and it's taking them some time. I mean, there's been so much travel <laughs> in my family and in just around my gayness and stuff growing up where I grew up with that my dad is not ready for Bonnie Violet, but he's like, you know, bring my gay son home. Um, I'm not ready for Bonnie if that, um, and that's not necessarily like, it's hard to be on the other end of that, but I also like, I'm not saying it to make my dad a bad person or, but more so just to speak about the, the growth and the change that we've all went through. Um, and it feels in a lot of ways like I'm going back to, I don't know, step one <laughs> uh, with all of this. Um, you know, and, and then also, you know, just choosing to live my life the way that I've been living the last year on top of, you know, transition and then decide to not have a home and to travel kind of all over and really kind of um, trust. I think really just trust that the universe and God or whatever and people like I don't know like let them I feel like my big practice has been letting myself be cared for um, and uh, that's been an interesting experience for me as well and, you know it's like I don't know it's like I'm not just transitioning my body um, I'm not just transitioning my name, but I'm also transitioning just the way that I exist in life and what I do in life and how I am in life and actually how I see my relationship with others too. Thank you for, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that I have this space. It feels interesting to go to social media to talk about this stuff but sometimes it can feel really lonely and it can take me uh some challenges to just like it's helpful to know that i'm not not alone like i can be in new york and i could be walking down the street and i go live on here and i'm not really alone and that that makes me feel a little less vulnerable so i appreciate that and i appreciate you um i am planning on um sharing a little bit more about what this experience has been over the last year not only with just going on the hormones but access like there's just been a lot there's been a lot of changes and I've really been trying to just live <laughs> um but I think it's time for me to talk a little bit more about it I'm noticing that I might need there's like yeah it might do me well to um, reflect on some of this stuff um, yeah but anywho um, 
I don't want to keep this too long and I, I don't really, like I said, I don't really know exactly what I was going to say. I just really wanted to mark the day. I haven't done much walking <laughs> just because I'm in New York City and I don't know where to walk and I'm feeling watched. <laughs> but anywho, um, I, yeah, um, I think I'm just going to take a few seconds and just walk a few steps and with you with not much to say um, and then just end this call with just the meditation and the thought of um, my heels clicking on the sidewalk. Hi Dana, hi Will, hi Joey. Also, if you have any questions for me at some point in time, um, whether it's in person or like over the phone or whatever, like I love, honestly, I know a lot of people say don't ask, <laughs> don't ask trans people about stuff, but um, it, it makes me feel like, um, one, it gives me an opportunity to talk about it. And two, it makes me feel like, I don't know, like people notice or it's such a big part of my life right now. Um, it's, it's a part of me I want to be seen. Hi, Dana. Hi, Mark. So, uh, yeah, I'm almost back to where I started. So I'll probably go to at least back to where I started before I get off of here. Just for... Uh, so I'm just in New York until Wednesday and then Austin on Wednesday, Austin, Texas. If anybody's going to be in Austin, let me know. <laughs> I'm just kind of showing up there and going to the International Drag Festival, I guess, and seeing what happens there. So I feel like I am really rambling now. So I'm going to go ahead and let you all go. Thanks for uh, staying on. There's been a few folks who've been on here constantly, so that's felt nice. <laughs> Anywho, uh, take care. I love you, Angel. Hi, Wade. Every time I go to say goodbye, I notice somebody else pop on. So thanks for saying hello uh, to everyone who said hello to um, One Year on Estrogen. And um, on this uh, medical part of my transition. Uh, thanks, Angel. I love you too. Thanks, Mark. Two very important, yeah, there's just so many uh, important people in my life that I don't know if I say enough, but uh, I'm really grateful that you are in it. Even if it seems like I, I've abandoned you by not <laughs> being in your city anymore or place, uh, know that uh, I'm taking you with me, whether you like it or not. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Hi, Nicholas, I'm in your, I'm in your city. Bye, babes. Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. 
While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't. But we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.